Hey, writers, join our first draft weekly writers club. We meet every Tuesday from 12 to 1 Eastern time. For more information, go to writingclassradio.com and click on the classes tab. Hey everyone, I'm Allison Langer and this is Writing Class Radio. On this podcast, you'll hear true personal stories from the students in our class and learn a little bit about how to write your own stories. I'm Andrea Askowitz. Together, we produce this podcast, which is equal parts heart and art. By heart, we mean the truth in a story. By art, we mean the craft of writing. No matter what's going on in our lives, writing class is where we tell the truth. It's where we work out our shit. <laughs> That's how Allison always says it. Okay, there's no place in the world like writing class, and we want to bring you in. This is episode 56, and this is the sixth story in The Andrea Show. Okay, it's not as bad as it sounds. Andrea is my co-producer and a co-host, and she's been writing an essay a week since the day she turned 50. In the eight stories we bring you in this series, I have been Andrea's primary editor, and I am dying to share the process with you. Here's Andrea Askowitz reading her story right about me. I've been writing an essay a week for 15 weeks now. Some of my friends and family members have noticed, and several times I've gotten the request, write about me. My nine-year-old was the first to ask for a story about him. I told Sebastian I already wrote one about the time he kept watching TV instead of doing his homework. I told him I recounted the fight we had when he refused to type a paper. Sebastian smiled huge and said, write another one. A few weeks ago, I was gabbing on the phone with Karen Nuremberg-Tesler, my best friend since first grade. She'd been following my essay challenge and said, write about me. I said, like what? The time you vomited all over my apartment? She said, okay. I said, but what's the story? My friend got wasted. She said, okay, write about the time you told me you had a crush on Janet. And I said, what about me? That was probably the best reaction anyone has ever gotten coming out to a friend. But I said, how is that a story? You are awesome. What I think Sebastian, Karen, and friends who've put in requests don't understand is that if you show up in one of my stories, it's not because you did something awesome. Stories need tension. So fights and asshole behavior, mine and the people around me, make for good stories. My mom and my wife have been the subject of many of my stories for this reason. Soon you'll hear stories that I write about Allison. (laughs) Stories also come out of a need to figure something out. For example, I was hired to teach a memoir class for Creative Live, an online academy that films classes in front of a live audience and streams them online. They flew me out to Seattle, put me up, and then paid me. A stylist did my hair and makeup. It was the biggest gig yet, and I was nervous. Vicky came with me to Seattle because she loves to travel. Seattle has great food, and it was a good excuse to get away from the kids. Plus, she's totally supportive. So far, this is not a story. There is very little tension and nothing here to figure out. But there's more. On the morning of the class, Vicky asked me not to reveal that she was my wife. She said she wanted to blend in as one of the students. It's not my style to keep things secret, but I said okay because I didn't think it would come up. 
It was 90 minutes on how to tell your true personal story. I had 30 students live, Vicky included. It was going well. The students laughed along. They took notes. They asked questions. I was coming to the end. I was exhausted. Then a hand from the back of the room. Vicky stood. She said, How do you deal with hurting people's feelings? Like family members, when you write about them and the story gets published. What the fuck? I was on camera, potentially in front of millions. I wanted to say, hi, Vicky, ha, 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 What a funny question coming from you, my wife, ha, 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 ha. The subject of so many of my stories, including ones I just told today. But she asked me to pretend I didn't know her. The funny thing is that when I've asked Vicky how she feels about showing up in my stories for the last 11 years, she says, oh, God, whatever. When I asked my mom, she said, I feel like if you don't write about me, then maybe I'm not important to you anymore. Once, after making a string of mean jokes about my mom on stage in front of 600 people, my dad found me after the show and said, You have a dad too, you know. Write about me! Write about me! I've taken writing classes for 20 years. That's close to a thousand classes. In every one of them, at least one student will ask Vicky's question. It's a great question because characters and people's true stories are real people. It's a complicated question with so many answers. Some people really have to be careful. If you're writing about your abusive mother and you're relying on an inheritance, then you should probably wait until she dies before you publish your tell-all memoir. Other people should just write and then worry when they get published. When Vicky asked me that question... I said what's been true for me, which was said best by Dr. Seuss. Be who you are and say what you feel, because those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. It's been months since the class, and Vicki and I are still talking about why she raised her hand and asked that question. Today, she said, I just wanted to be on TV. I was killing it, she said. She wanted to be a part of it. Now I'm thinking about how no one's ever written about me, except this one guy in my writing class, Aaron Curtis, who sometimes responds to my writing prompts with fury. Last semester, I gave the prompt alone, and he wrote, I know Andrea gave this prompt to force me to write about my divorce. When I gave the prompt, stay or leave, Aaron wrote, Andrea has stooped to her lowest in manipulation. There I was in someone's story. I loved it. So this is what I figured out. People, including me, want to be in a story, even if we know we're probably not going to be portrayed in the most glowing light. The worst thing is to be ignored. We just want to be a part of it. If anyone out there is looking for a story idea, write about me. Yay! Okay, I love this. Also because I was in it. But what I want to do here is I really want to talk about what Andrea does so well in this story. She talks about the narrator. She comes back at the end to the narrator. So she talks about Vicky. She talks about Aaron. She talks about her mom, her dad, her son. Like she talks about all these people wanting to be in the story. And ultimately, we only care about the narrator. Why is the narrator writing this piece? 
So my advice when I was reading it was just like, at the end, I want to know if you want to be written about, if you have been written about, and what that means to you. What's the worst thing? What does it mean if they're not writing about you? So she calls me and we discuss it. What's going on here? We try to get to the bottom of it because sometimes we're so up our own asshole in our stories that we cannot see what's missing. I actually do remember you saying, what about you? What about you? And um, it hadn't really occurred to me to think about how I feel when or if I'm ever in anyone's story. And I do think that was a great, great edit. And then I sat there and thought about it. And then I remembered Aaron, who was like constantly like I give her a prompt in class. And, you know, he does this. Sometimes he like gets mad at me with the prompts. And I think it's so funny, even though it's mean. He's pissed. Yeah. Because he thinks I'm directing the prompts at him. I'm not really. But anyway, I like hearing my name back. I do. Yeah. It's weird. And we've talked about this a lot when people submit things to our contest and stuff like that. The story, the situation, it's kind of interesting and it's good, but something's missing. Something's missing. And I remember thinking something's missing. And you, the narrator, was missing in this at the end. We have to see you feeling vulnerable in some way. And so, and and that's what ended up happening when you, your final piece was really, I thought, vulnerable. Here's a person who really wants people to write about her, even if it's like mean. Yeah. Right. It was great. And that's oh, what thanks. I love so much about it. Yeah. Well, excellent thank you job. Thank you for that note. Cool. Thanks for listening to me. <laughs> I love editing people's work. I love bringing out stories. I can ask those questions that can help people um, really get to the bottom of their stories. So yeah, hire me. I want to work with you. Yes, and you're so good at it. Thank you. If you want Allison Langer to edit your stories, info at writingclassradio.com. Thanks and for if the you, plug. And if you don't, then you're, you're an idiot. No. Yeah, you are. Allison Langer's the best editor there is. You're really sweet. Thank you. She's just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> This story brings up what comes up in every single writing class. Like, and I've been in and taught and participated in like thousands of writing classes. And there's always students who are afraid to write about other people. And I sort of take a funny take. My thesis is, well, everyone really does want to be written about. But that's not always true. Well, you always say it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's your other, your other thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true. I mean, I've written about my mom, and she has not been happy at all. Um, I've written about my son, and um, he and I actually had my eight-year-old son. Remember that? And I said sometimes I actually wished, you know, there were moments when I wished, you know, I had not had him. God, it sounds so bad coming out. But it's not – he and I talked about it, and I I explained to him that we are just difficult people and – it, it generated a conversation and it wasn't that I don't love him and it needed to be said because sometimes we're feeling that these ways about each other and we know the other person feels something about us and sometimes it just takes a conversation to really have an explanation and these stories help bring the conversation up. Well, we really believe in having the hard conversations that might be inspired by writing about a person. I do want to say that It is true sometimes that writing about someone could have devastating consequences. So you do have to be careful. And you never want to write about someone just to get back at them or because you hold a grudge. That's never a story. And it goes back to what Allison was saying, which is you have to look hardest at yourself whenever you're writing about anybody. 
It's true. You have to be the biggest asshole in your story. Yeah, it's true. So if something's really bothering you, you have to ask yourself why it's still bothering you. What about this situation? So it really has to be more from your perspective and less a rant on this person. Otherwise, no one wants to hear it anyway. All right. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you for um, sharing your stories. And thank you guys for listening. Writing Class Radio is produced by Virginia Laura, Andrea Aswitz, and me, Allison Langer. Theme music by singer-songwriter Justina Chandler. Additional music by Poddington Bear. Writing Class Radio is sponsored by and recorded at the Launchpad at the University of Miami. There's more writing class on our website, writingclassradio.com. It includes video classes, stories to study, and editing resources. If you love the show and you enjoy all the extras on our website, hit the support us button. A new episode will drop every Wednesday, so look for us. There's no better way to understand ourselves and each other than by writing and sharing our stories. Everyone has a story. What's yours? A few weeks ago, I was gabbing on the phone with Karen Nuremberg Tesler. My, <laughs> it's funny, I said her whole name. <laughs> Hi, Karen. Okay. A few weeks ago, I was gabbing on the phone with Karen. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at averyrich.com.